three-round discussion with a 20-minute time. Introducing first from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, aka the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, aka the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone. This is episode number, what, 66? Uh, of Adas with the Unbreakable Spirit and the, the Executioner. And we got three topics. We're going to run through them real quickity, and you know the gist. Okay. Number one. Number one, once I pull up the talk again, Jeff's whispering. Oh, yeah, I believe that Logan Paul won't be an outsider much longer. Number two. We have the NXT Vengeance Day prediction battle. Number three. The results of the Royal Rumble prediction battle. Why do they have... Premium live events back to back. It's like SummerSlam and Payback. Well, whatever. Moving on. We'll jump in with topic number one. Take it away, Matthew. Yeah, so I actually was watching a little bit of Impulsive before this. And uh, Cody said to Logan's face, I don't think you're going to be an outsider for much longer. Like, that type of praise, you, you gotta feel good after that. Yeah, I mean, like, like honestly, I'm gonna be dead honest for a quick second here. Is that I think that Logan Paul, for a man that has really only had three singles matches and one Royal Rumble, like, that, like the dude is definitely gonna go places. Like, the dude might, like, I, if he doesn't at least hold main roster gold, I could at least see him holding some NXT gold or something. Yeah, to be honest, it makes me wonder how long before Prime is the official drink of WWE. <laughs> I'm mean, Like, it, it already is for UFC, apparently. Yeah. Damn. I mean, like, my honest take is Logan Paul, for a man that has only had... Three goddamn matches. Four. Four, if you cover. Yeah, four goddamn matches every single time the dude steps into the race. Hell, I'm going to say this. He's, he's more improved than, than Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, Dominic's got that second gen in him, you know? Third yeah, gen if you count Ray's uncle, but he didn't work for WWE, so I'm pretty sure yeah, WWE wouldn't count that. Yeah, oh, well, well, whatever. But, I don't know. Like, honestly, I agree. I think that he would... It's going to be a matter of time before he uh, transitions to full-time with WWE. But Logan Paul, like, I know Logan Paul thinks, oh, yeah, doing this three times, he's going to four times, it's easy enough. Try doing this shit every single day. Yeah, trying 
Try doing that at least 52 weeks a year. Oh, wait, that's how many weeks are in a year. Plus live events. Yeah, and premium live events. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this, Matthew? My thoughts are, and we're going to touch more on Logan a little later in the show. My thoughts are, like, I'm not a fan of him, like, on his online persona and all that. But when he's in the middle of a ring, he's got my attention. And like yeah. I know we I know in the past we sort of actually sat on Logan Paul for cashing a check for writing a check his ass couldn't cash. And uh, to be fair, we were right about that. Yeah. And like but Logan continues to impress whenever he's in, a, in the ring. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, honestly, this is going to sound like a crazy take. You got the timer going, right? Yes, I do. We are already at 2 minutes 55 seconds. Just check it. Uh, I, I think is that no matter who says no matter who Logan Paul goes into the ring with, whether it's Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, whether it's whoever it is, the dude is always going to have a good match. Yeah. He hasn't disappointed me once. Like, hell. Yeah, like, I, I remember saying this, and I could save this for when we discuss the results of the Rumble. Logan Paul, Seth Rollins, WrestleMania. That's the prediction of mine. If it's wrong, I will, I will slap myself live on the podcast. <laughs> I'm probably going to regret saying that down the road. But my honest take is I think that Logan Paul, for a man that has only been... Like, a man that has only been in WWE for not even a year has just impressed the living hell out of me. I mean, like, for example, his match with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, I mean, I figured Roman Reigns was going to make him look good anyway because that's what Roman does. But Steven managed to, I think, impress Roman. I think, maybe. Yeah, and like... I, I know I already mentioned this. Apparently, one of Logan's friends has, like, a good relationship with Roman after Saudi Arabia. And he and his friend saw Roman as Roman was probably headed to the ring to smash later. Uh, I, I just got time for it, man. Anyways, he had... His friend asked Roman, did you see Logan? And Roman said, boy needs to learn how to tuck his chin. <laughs> I've seen that clip, but yeah. Uh, but honestly, um, I think that Logan Paul is definitely one of those guys, definitely one of those athletes where it's just like, he's, he's definitely improved and shown that it's like, hey, for a guy that was a boxer, a guy that does occasional boxing, 
but it does. It, it makes me want to have a social media influencer as a background for my rise. Yeah. Because but in they, short, Logan, if he does go full time, that would be awesome. But that's all the time we have for this segment. We're going to be right back after this literally two-second break. All right, I'll take it. Hello, everyone. Yeah, it's hard, have... it's hard to do in headphones. Hello, everyone. We are back with topic number two, NXT Vengeance Day Protection Battle. Matthew, punishment. The punishment, and I, I'm going to add something to it here. The loser has to admit an embarrassing wrestling crush or a crush they got because of professional wrestling. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, here are the matches in no particular order. This is going to be a long episode, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. The first match is for, well, let me see, uh, West Lee it is where it is Wesley versus Dijak for the NXT North American Championship. That's gonna be a good match. Are you yeah. gonna run through the matches and then we do our predictions or like what? It, it, just just predict. I mean, when I just just it doesn't matter, just just go. Okay, then I'm gonna go Dijak. I say, I mean, I will say, with this being a new character for Dijak, Dijakovic, um, like, don't get me wrong, I believe that uh, Wesley has had a decent title run, but I think it's time for a new North American champ myself. Yeah, and it would be uh, Dominic Dijakovic's second time being North American champion. No. First? Wait, that that's incorrect. He was North American champion and then lost it to Keith Lee at Great American Bash. No. Well, 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 yeah, no. they had that double title what match. No, 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 he had a double title match with Adam Cole. What the fuck ever. Anyway, the next match... Um, this one I think might be match of the night is Apollo Cruz versus Carm versus Carmelo Hayes. Two out of three falls. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Two just insanely more like than me, man. But that's pretty much any professional wrestler. Just going ham for two out of three? Yep. Let's just I... hope Apollo can, like, take Trick Williams out of the equation a little bit. Yeah, I am going to go with... I'm going to go with Carmelo Hayes because he has Trick Williams in his corner. You know, I had a feeling you were going to do that, so I started writing Apollo in my corner before you even said Carmelo. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, um, but 
I honestly think that this is going to be a banger of a match, and I hopefully think that this might lead. Because um, if Carmelo Hayes does win this match, I think that this might shoot him up to a future NXT title run. Cause oh, for they, sure. Because I'm just saying. But he, he, I do. This may be a hot take on my part, especially since I'm going to say something about the person I did not choose. I think Carmelo is ready for a NXT title shot, or maybe even the main roster. Yeah, great. Moving on. Um. Okay, the next match is. Uh, yeah, it's for the NXT Women's Tag. Team Championship. NXT Women's. You got yeah. the longest reigning champ, uh, uh, the, the champs. You know who they are. Uh, um, yeah, Kaden and Katana. Versus Florahead and uh, Joe Bring. Yeah, I've never heard of them, so I'm going with the champs. I'm going with the challengers. I don't really care about I I don't really know. No. The other match, but yeah. uh, The next match is a fatal four-way. For the NXT Tag Team Championships. Before we pick, let me read you the challengers. We got the champions, the New Day versus Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang versus Pretty Deadly. Versus Chase, uh, yeah, pretty deadly. Versus uh, Chase, you. Hmm. No matter how much I'm a fan of the New Day, I think for the NXT tag team division to survive. I think we need actual members of the NXT roster to be the champions. I'm going with Chase U. I'm going with... uh, I'm going with Gallus. All right. I hope I spelled that right. Okay. The two matches that I think are going to be the most interesting is you got Roxanne Perez defending her NXT 
women's her first championship defense. Keep this in mind. Versus Gigi Dolan and the other member of uh, just just say Toxic Attraction, dude. Versus Toxic Attraction, yeah. In a triple threat match, I don't. Well, I I mean, I I don't really see the champion. I'm not really sure how if this is honestly in the champ's favor or not. To be honest, wow, this is my pick. JT and Gigi are gonna go at each other because if you saw like the interview before Roxanne attacked them on NXT, Gigi almost said when I when I become NXT women's champion. Um I'm gonna go with uh uh I'm gonna go with uh, Gigi. All right. I mean, I, uh, I mean, like, if I were the champion, I would take advantage of this, of those two being the shadow of each other. I would take advantage. Yeah, even though Roxanne's a baby face. Yeah, because even though she's a baby face, she still needs to show that uh, worthless side of her. Yeah. She needs that. And we definitely saw that at Halloween Havoc when she was cosplaying as uh, Pennywise. Eh. Anyway. Anyways, main event, right? The main event for the NXT Championship after what happened at New Year's Evil, two weeks into the new year. Don't ask. I don't know why. We got Braun Breaker versus Grayson Walla in a steel cage match. Yeah. For the NXT Championship. Who do you got? You know I gotta go Braun because, like, yes, I I know this seems very repetitive and whatnot, but he has been the guy when it comes to NXT for the longest time. And while, yes, we need a new champion, I'm not sure if Braun is ready for the main roster. So I I would rather keep him as champion. Yeah, cause uh, cause the last time he fun fact that I looked this up, he won the title on uh what was it? Oh yes, on an Raider Mass episode of Monday Night Raw for no reason in April fourth. Yeah, for no, for no reason, but yeah, uh. I think that, I mean, Grayson Waller maybe has a chance because, you know, he could probably bring out, uh, with him being a lot more uh, ruthless to win the title, but it's just, um, I I think it, this match could honestly go either way, but um, but it's just, 
if Braun Breaker does win, I do need to ask this question. Who could dethrone Breaker at this point? I don't know. <clears throat> maybe, maybe like Nathan Frazier, he was trained by Seth Rollins after all. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but th- that's it. But uh, that's all I got. Uh, we'll be back. With... With the results of Royal Rumble. All right. Okay. I will clap you in, Matthew. Okay. And we are back with the final topic of this episode. The results of the Royal Rumble prediction battle. So, funny thing, we need a table for the previous segment. So, luckily, I took a screenshot before deleting the matches. Anyways, we're going to go in order that we predicted. Starting off with the pitch black match between Bray Wyatt... What? No, no, continue. Uh, the the pitch black match between Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight. What the fuck? It was basically like that mode at a Brunswick bowling alley where they go like dark and anything light like stuff. I'm sorry, but you that you, you you could tell by L.A. Knight's bright light green attire. Yeah, that's why I was saying what the fuck to do. Like, the, the, I like, I really have like, I was expect, I don't know why, but I was expecting, like, when they say pitch black, they weren't exactly pitch black. Yeah, I mean, like, we we thought uh, when we speculated what the pitch black match could mean. We then, came up with better ideas. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, like, like, when I was watching the Rumble and I saw the light, it just go, it, I was like, come on, Trey. Like, I was like, come on, Hunter. What the fuck? I thought you were... When, uh, dude. Oh, right. Hunter would have been in charge of this. My bad. For some reason, I thought Sean was... No. But it was Hunter. Come on, man. Come on. I don't like picking shots at you, Hunter, because I like you. You're a cool guy. But, like, you're, bro. You're, you're better at creative than Vince's. But, bro, I honestly was expecting to very, very, very much live. Like, I was expecting, like, a very horror-esque kind of match. Not a big, not a big, um, not a big glow stick match. <laughs> what, what, what are your thoughts, honestly? Uh, it was, there was so much potential with the mystique of the title. And then it got destroyed by the concept. But in the end, uh, LA Knight lost to Bray Wyatt, giving me one point. Yeah. Was that, and then, um, oh yeah, then there was also that weird thing where, um, uh, Uncle 
Howdy. And the Riot Six showed up. At least some of them. Oh, yeah. And there's also that whole weird Bray Wyatt mask and Bray Wyatt glowing. Like, I'm sorry, but we might need to come back to this shit one day. Yeah, we're, we're going to come back to just Bray Wyatt at a later date. Potentially uh, next week. Alright, next. <laughs> the next match was Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. <clears throat> yeah, it's a meh. That, that guy describes this pay-per-view when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, I thought with Alexa Bliss having that whole side with with her being involved in the whole Bray Wyatt shit, I thought that she would have given her the um the edge in this match, but in the end, Bianca Blair retained it. Then there was also that weird thing involving after the match of uh of Uncle Howdy, which will, I have heard might be important at a later date. We'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, who? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I also won that one. Bianca retained her championship. Yeah. Next, in my, in my opinion, is the hardest match to watch. Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. I mean, it was a solid match. Solid Roman destroyed him. No, 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 no. I know I'm saying that Kevin put up a fight, yes. Yeah. And what I mean by hardest to watch is actually the aftermath, which we're gonna yeah. get into. Yeah. The match I was more of talking about the match itself. The match itself was yeah, good. The match. match is solid. But the aftermath I kinda that was... That was hard to watch for me. I kind of question, like, I get Roman had a test for Sammy. I thought that his test would have been, oh, I don't know, during the match? Yeah, not not after the match. I mean, because it's like, like, my, my whole thing is like, well, yes, like, that whole beating was definitely... Brutal to watch, and but I just question the fact is why the hell did Roman Reigns hand him the chair and then turn his back? Like, bro, come on. He he was going to be Ray, uh, Kevin some more. Yeah, I just like I I guess I get like for Sami Zayn. Oh yes, Kevin Owens. He's your friend, but it's just like, dude, all the sh- that that man has done to you in WWE. And man, oh. before, keep in mind, they had a legendary rivalry on the Indies. Yeah, no, I know. I don't care about the Indies. That's not really the important part of it. But I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I know. I'm just saying you were counting the history before WWE. Right. Right. I'm just like in the lore of their WWE stuff. It it, it just it doesn't really make any sense. Oh, why Sami Zayn would just uh, yes, I get your friends, but in the lore of WWE, 
that hasn't really worked. At all. Yeah. That. It, like, just, it's just like, if you have, or if you have a, this dude that you have been in a rivalry with, and you randomly just like, and you know that it's to piss off this guy, like, if, like, if Sammy knew, uh, yeah, if I piss off Roman Reigns, I'm going to get my ass kicked. You would think that would be like, wait, if I hit Roman with his chair, he's going to kick my ass. And you think, I'm pre- and then Sammy thought, you know, I've asked Roman to show mercy. He's not listening. I don't think I want to be a part of the bloodline anymore. But I'm going to pull a 2014 Seth Rollins and hit Roman in the back with a steel chair. Yeah, which you brought up a... You tweeted something that is, is a valid point. Yeah. I, I did tweet that on my personal Twitter and said, when will Roman learn at least the first time he didn't really hand his assailant the chair? I mean, yeah, okay, I mean... If this was me, and I was in, if if I were in, if I were in Sammy's shoes and Roman handed me the chair, I'd just be like, "Hang on, I got a better idea." I just go to the ring. I just, I'd be like, "Hang on, roll the ring, get a kendo stick, I hit it with the kendo stick." That's what I do. Yeah. I'd be like, "Hey." And then, okay. uh, and then after that attack, the the beating went from on Kevin Owens to on Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami's yeah, but um, don't think the the this is a genuine thing I've actually heard theories about. I have actually heard theories that a lot of people there is that all of this may doesn't have to do with just Sami. But all this could have been digging back to when the tribal chief started. And what if all this was directed at Sammy? What if all this was directed at the right hand man? At uh, Jay Uso? Mm hmm. He is the one that's the right hand, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, Jay or, or should I say, was the right hand considering he walked out of the beating? Yeah. But, um, like, the thing that everyone might want to pay attention to is Roman Reigns said, we're at war now, Solo. We're not taking any prisoners now. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if the Bloodline is taking no prisoners, I know who won the Reigns Royal Rumble, but even I would be terrified of that shit. Yeah. If the bloodline is taking no prisoners. It's just gonna make you gain the ties off of them even harder. <laughs> and that and yeah, D- Daniel actually won that match. That's one point for him. And then we get to the Rumbles, the arguably the most unpredictable match in WWE. Alright, let's talk about the men's rumble. Actually, I was going to do the women's first. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so we predicted the women's. had more surprising interest than the men. Unfortunately, yes. 
I had number two. I was okay with that, but Morgan. Admittedly, I didn't like her chances, but that doesn't mean I didn't like it. Yeah. Travis had number 13. Zoe Stark from NXT. Neither of our picks won. Yeah, neither of our picks. Instead, it was the... It was a Dominic's mommy, Rhea Ripley. Who, yeah, who uh, who started at number one. It was, okay, like, they were, like, like, um, I will say probably the, like, um, uh, I will say her, um, Chelsea Green was a surprise. Like, and her- immediately eliminated with the new record for shortest time in a women's yeah. Royal Rumble. Okay, but the oddest one that was also fucking botched, I think, was Nia Jax. Yeah. I will admit, I did not see that one coming. I did not, and we we know that Beth Phoenix was there. It could have easily been Beth instead of Nia. Yeah, I mean, because if, if you wanted to, uh, I mean, honestly, it should have been Beth, just so, you know, it could have uh, set up a chamber, a match at elimination chamber between those two. Yeah. And the winner of the women's, yeah, like we said, the winner was Rhea Ripley. So neither of us got that one right. Who chose? We who chose Charlotte Flair, which is interesting because this goes back to WrestleMania two years ago. Yeah, Charlotte challenged Rhea Ripley for the NXT women's. No, other way around. Rhea challenged her. Yes, Rhea challenged her. But Charlotte was the winner of the Rumble. Yeah, I know. That's what happened. Move on. Just move on. Okay, we'll, we'll debate this later. On to the final match, which surprisingly enough was the first match of the show. Nobody won. Yeah, the men's Royal Rumble. I had number. I was so getting close to getting the winning number. Yeah. I had number twenty nine, which was Logan Paul. Yeah. And I and I said after he entered, "Is Cody gonna be number 30? And, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, you were saying? Wait, what, number do I, what number do I have? 20, Finn Balor. Yeah. Which, which I think is going to set up a Finn versus uh, Edge match. Most likely at Mania. Yeah, and this is where I want to Circle back to Logan Paul always impressing me. That spot between him and Ricochet? Uh, talk about the that. The double springboard clothesline? Yeah, that spot is more... Bes- Look it up, people. Like, seriously. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, even Elon Musk tweeted about it. Yeah, He's I'm not sorry, even but- involved in wrestling. 
No, he's one of the richest men in the, on the goddamn planet. Even he's like, damn. We're, we're just, why don't you just cut the Ron Simmons? <laughs> that would have been perfect. Yeah. Like, they showed Ron watching it backstage, and, and it shows the, tros- the devil's clothesline, and he's just like, damn. I'm sorry, but, uh, yeah. The thing that surprised me the most about this rumble is, uh, Brock Lesnar lasted less than three minutes. Yeah, what surprised me is the lack of surprises. Yeah. It was kind of, I will admit, that rumble was very, like, the only surprise entrance was fucking Booker T. And Logan. Oh, yeah, that too. Okay, I'm going to get this off my chest because, and I know a lot of, and I know you have said this, but I wanted to clarify something is, I, and I know Matthew said that, oh, yeah, um, we don't really, you know, like, uh, you called me, called the kettle black for, uh, you know, for, for a lackluster rumble or something a couple weeks ago. I, I believe you said hyping up premium live events and then shitty on them for hyping up premium live events. Yeah, but what I was talking about and what I wanted to clarify is that I think it is just dumb, really, really dumb, that you need to announce yourself for the Royal Rumble and that you even need to qualify for that. It makes it for Elimination Chamber. Which will be our next prediction battle, by the way. Yeah, it makes sense for that, but it doesn't really make sense at all for the Royal Rumble. Keep yep. that shit a surprise. Please. Yeah. Don't just be like, oh, hi, I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. Of course I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. Why else would you... Be in WWE in January if you weren't going to be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, sorry, but I, I just needed to get that off my head. But yeah, yeah, the end, I, that the way you just said it, that logically makes sense, and logic is something you rarely use. True, but and the winner is Cody Rhodes, which I also want to unsurprisingly, use might I add. See, 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 it perfectly ties into this because, well, because he announced his return before the Royal Rumble instead of it being a surprise return at the Rumble. But I want to give a lot yeah, of time, and though. I, and I know this is going to sound weird, especially since the event is called Royal Rumble. I think well, it was smart to start off with the Royal Rumble because if they started off with the Undisputed Universal Championship match and Sammy betrayed Roman afterwards, people would have been clamoring for Sammy to win and then get pissed when he doesn't, and we have another Daniel Bryan Royal Rumble situation. That is a good point. But I also want to give a lot, a lot, a lot of credit to Gunther. Yeah, who broke Rey Mysterio's Rumble Time record. Not just that, but he also broke Bride's record, too. Yeah. 
and then the whole, and then, uh, but, um, eh, because I think, you know, with him, I will say it was kind of weird that him, it was kind of a very good choice for them to choose Seamus and uh, Gonta to start the thing. But I want this to be a match at Mania. I don't care what kind of match it is, but I want Gonta, Sheamus, three WrestleMania. Hell, yeah. Hell, I I would love to see it be a like a chop fight, like like a slap fight, like on Power Slap, which we also watch, but just chopping each other and in the chest. Whoever yeah. whoever bleeds first loses. But yeah, uh, I think that whoever wins, uh, I want to give credit to Gunther, but honestly. My thoughts on this pay-per-view before we wrap this up is... Yeah, and we actually forgot to mention something. What's that? Asta returned to the Women's Rumble with her Kana gimmick. That is true. And at least I think it was the Kana gimmick. She had, like, crazy face paint. Yeah, I believe it was Kana. But anyway, I my thoughts on this pay-per-view are a scale of, like... Rotten tomato scale, I give it like, man, like a 60. One to five, I give it like a three. Yeah, it was uh, average. Yeah, all right. Uh, thank you all for roll, roll that out. Goodbye. Yeah, we'll, you'll hear us next week. Roll that out. Thank you for listening to Add Odds, hosted by the Unbreakable Spirit and the Executioner. Edited by the Unbreakable Spirit. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six. You can follow me on Instagram at DanTravis21. And you can also follow me on the Twitter at DanTheExecutioner21. And you can follow the podcast at Adults Podcast. We'll be back next week with more debates and discussions. But until then, the Executioner and the Unbreakable Spirit will still be at odds. Thank you, losers.